This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And welcome back, wrestling fans, to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you, as always, for listening. And before we get into where you can find us on the internet, thank you very much who, to everybody that tweeted to the Iron Sheik and told him to make Brandon humble on Tuesday. I really appreciated. Too bad the Iron Sheik is no good motherfucker and didn't even respond to us. He didn't actually didn't even respond to anybody on Twitter that day. I guess he was too intimidated by the power of marks. Anyway... Markingout.com. You can find all of our episodes there, and you can order your Marking Out t-shirts, which I will deliver and seal with kiss from Brandon. You can find all that stuff on there. Uh, we got a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Out. Continue the wrestling talk there. We post a lot of videos, a lot of great discussions. If you have questions for us, post it on there. If you want to talk to us after months of us banning you, we're still not going to talk to you. Twitter.com slash marking out. We tweet live tweet during Raw. We live tweet sometimes during Impact. And we tweet during a bunch of other things as well. During life activities. Life activities. We tweeted some stuff during the Yankees. Just got it in, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) High five. No, yesterday was National High Five Day. Um, I gave mine a bunch of stuff. And today's National High Day. Yeah, today's National High Day. (laughs) I have have a sticker right in front of me from the tattoo shop that I go to. It says 408, why wait? Lone Wolf Tattoo. Great tattoo parlor. Uh, anyway, also iTunes. You can find us there. Type in Mark and Out. You can see our wonderful logo. Subscribe. By, subscribe by our broski at B-Wing411. Again, still haven't heard from him in a while. I'm kind of... I'm kind of... He I'm wrote worried to here. us the other day. Yeah, he, wrote, he tweeted at I us. I know, but usually he's a little bit more on top of his game. I think it might be like school. Ah, yeah, school. that's true. He has a lot of school. Yeah, people don't have real life uh, jobs or... Attempting to have real life jobs like us, and also to thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion for our kick-ass theme music. You may hear more music from them later in the show. Who knows? Ring Obviously, Rope, we do. RingRopeRebellion.com. You can find all great stuff about them there. Um, before we get into lockdown, before we get into TNA, there was a segment last week, pretty controversial segment about the big O slap shot bet that we had between me and Brandon, and I'll be a man. I'm always a man of my word. Whenever I was wrong, I was wrong. Brandon, I was wrong. So, Big O, if you're listening, the next time I see you, I need to get slap chopped bare chest. I am I am stepping up as the Big O slap chop bet commissioner yeah, as but, well. But, Dave, what happens when there's a slap chop bet between you and me or you the and Brandon? Third, the, I feel like the, other thir- the third person on the show that's not involved just ends up being commissioner. But you have to call it straight down, straight... Straight down the middle. Yeah. Regardless... The match. Call it straight. The predictions. Be t- wait, regardless. Oh, wait a minute. My co-host, Dave. As you can hear, I didn't even introduce my co-host. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm here with Dave. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing great. Wait a second. That doesn't fit at all. It's Dave the Rave. That that chick from Hunger... Hunger ah, fuck it. Hunger Games craves. And let me tell you something. I always start with that. You know what? I'm done. Good. That's it. Good. And we're here, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. I'm doing... Oh, do you want to ask me how I'm doing? Uh, yeah, Brandon. Wow, this how is are... a great intro. I, I had an entire spiel that I wanted to go through. Fuck that. Yeah, Brandon, how you doing? No, no, no. Wait, no. I want to hear it. Go through it. 
No, no, no. It's not worth it. It, just, it was just pretty much about how I slept with the girls from the girl from uh, Hunger Games and how uh, she wanted to prove her. Hunger Games, like twelve years old. No, no, the older one, the older one. <laughs> Katniss. <laughs> I'm, I'm awesome. The one, that's, the one that's older than eighteen. I'm awesome as always. Yeah. Yeah, you are awesome as always. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Nothing else. Well, I don't know. I guess maybe I feel like I should just throw it out that Dick Clark passed away the other day. And uh, I think he's a pioneer to the television, entertainment, radio industry. And just wanted to rise above that. hate. Yeah. <laughs> rise Ri- above hate. Rise above hate. Anyway, okay, let's get into lockdown. Uh, with the predictions last week, I thought that Brandon said that Robbie E was going to beat Devon, but he didn't. And Devon across the board won in uh, the television title match. Just this, for one of your bigger pay per views of the year, you, you thought this would be like a great, great event. And it was really lackluster. It's kind of disappointing just because you have that factor that every match is in a steel cage. But also, too, do you think that takes away from it? Because you have the like the first five matches are in steel cages, and then then you have like Kurt Angle versus Jeff Hardy, and then the World Heavyweight Title match, and this lethal lockdown match. I don't think it really takes away. I think it's just people have to step up at well, times like, just to put explain, that cage can over. You, can you explain the difference between their cage match and their lethal lockdown match? Well, the, the lethal lockdown match is kind of like guys go in in intervals, and then once everybody is in right. the, is in the okay. match. Then uh, the top of the cage lowers with weapons and stuff like that. So, okay. AKA homicide will not be in one anytime soon. Yeah, no. Um, but Devon goes over Robbie E, as we all expected. Surprisingly, we were actually wrong on a lot of these matches. Um, Matt Morgan and Crimson. Fucking bullshit. Matt Morgan and Crimson. Crimson went over by escaping the cage, which was, we all predicted that one yeah. to be good. Um, Magnus and Samoa Joe actually beating the Motor City Machine Guns. Brandon and Dave are right on this one. Very happy about that one. Uh, Why, but, what do you think is going to happen of Motor City uh, Machine Guns now? I think, I, I think this was just something to maybe, as Eric Bischoff likes to say, draw some butts in the seats by having the Motor City Machine Guns come back in a cage match. Also, too, I don't think the cage match aspect of it helped to the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, the thing is, when I... Them, in order to perform at their uh, max in a steel cage match, they have to be against other X-Division wrestlers. Samoa Joe is a former X-Division yeah. champion. Yes, I know, but I feel like... More lightweight, bigger dude, maybe. No. More no. light, lightweight wrestlers. Also, too, these guys have been on the shelf for the longest time. That's true. You know, you can't put, roast. Yeah, you can't put them to right in a steel cage match like their third, fourth match back into Impact. Yeah, but perhaps, perhaps it'll just be like a, a start to a feud. What within Motor City? No, no, no. Motor City Machine Guns and, oh, and Magnus uh, and Joe. Well, the the whole landscape of Impact Wrestling is kind of being flip flopped, and we'll talk about that in a second. Yes, we will talk about that in a second, Dave. Let's get into some other matches here. Jeff Hardy across the board, we predicted him to win, and he beat Kurt Angle because apparently Kurt Angle is supposed to be taking some time off. Yeah, he has to heal his hamstring injury. He has to heal a hamstring injury, but Wait, how are you going to complain about a hammy? Like that, David. A Look at when fucking David Wright took a pinky injury. Yeah, and he's yeah. Is he on the DL. No, he's actually hitting pretty well now. Yeah, that's what he <laughs> needs to do. Break something in his hand and start hitting well. Yep, uh, that sounds like geez. the Mets. Gail Kim, I was right on Gail Kim going over Velvet Sky. I'm surprised yeah, at that. She that she's held it for so long. long. Every, you know what? Every single champion kept their title at lockdown, which I is amazing. I think it's amazing, but I don't like that. 
I want to see at As, least one. Especially, you know, on one of your big pay-per-views of the exactly. year. You want to see something switch. Especially hand. with Root. I feel like if... I mean, we haven't gotten up to it, but I feel like if that title switch, I think it would have given a lot but, more storyline. Yes, Robert Roode did defend and keep his title. We were all wrong on that one. But also, too, the way that Robert Roode kept the title He's, was great. Because, no, it, but it also, too, it added and built him up as more of that, like, sleazy heel. Yeah. Because he got super kicked and he fell out the door. Mm-hmm. You know, A was... Is it Robert Roode or Bobby Roode? Whatever. They keep on switching, like, I don't know if it's, it's the... Mr. Roode. Huh? Rick Rude, Mr. Rude, Mr. Rude, but Dick Rude, but <laughs> Dick Rude, um, that helped to his gimmick though. Yeah. Especially him folding out. James Storm was trying as hard as he did. back and forth, crazy sick match. But uh, you know, I guess the cage got the best of James. I Storm. mean, we we've seen stuff like that happen in the past. I, I, yeah. I feel like at this Other point, problems. when it comes to steel cage matches or lockdown matches, you got to expect somebody at some point. The uh, possibility of them going through the cage. Yeah. Okay. But not um, like the way that Big Show vaulted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin through the cage back um, at uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I'm actually kind of disappointed that ODB and EY won. No. Yeah. They, that's right. That was a. They added that match on. Yeah. They defeated Sarita and Rosita. I like ODB a lot more now because I listened. Oh. To, I, I no, <laughs> not just because a wrestler. Just as like I was listening to the art of wrestling this week, and she was on it. With and who? I, with Cole Cabana. Cole Cabana. Wow, we haven't said that's a name that we haven't said in a long time. I know, because oh. Dave was humbled by Cole Cabana. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the interview this week was really it was good. It yeah. was genuinely, and also too, he's been having a lot of girls on recently. Lita yeah, last I, I like week. That. R, uh, I ODB. I, I, this, I, I was at R, RDB. I, I just I don't I don't want people to think that I don't like ODB as a wrestler because I think she's great as a wrestler, but like. Her gimmick is just yeah, us. but that's, that's it. But she even said that, and she even said that in the interview this week. She's like, "What you see is what you get." She's like, "I work at a bar when I'm not wrestling." You know, she, I would never I grab she drinks beers. I grab I my coochie never. in front of everybody. But apparently, yeah, I'd be like, "Excuse me, I'll fucking excuse me." Wash your hand before you shake my hand. <laughs> I, no I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually impressed with Sarita and Rosita. Yeah. I think that they're they're getting their chance to kind of uh, when they came in, they really shined. And now, and it kind of fell off a little bit, but now they're shining again, just as we saw in Impact Wrestling when uh, Sarita was in the ring. I thought she really performed very well. No, I, I agree with you. And then you had the lethal lockdown match between Team Bischoff versus Team Bischoff. That yes. was just a beautiful match. The match that everybody was waiting for. Yeah, but surprisingly to all of us, we all thought Eric Bischoff was going to win, and it was Garrick Bischoff who yeah. won. So that means Eric Bischoff can no longer use the... Bischoff name in anything, which then segues over to. Wait, wait. What was his name going to be now? It's going to be Eric. He's going to come out as Terry Bollea or some shit. That's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> but that, that, but that just led into Impact, where every time Eric Bischoff's name was mentioned, you know, it was mentioned by Ric Flair, it was mentioned by the commentators, Mike, Mike Today. Every time it was, it was censored. You heard the old uh, yeah. the old flat line right there. I wasn't a big fan of that. I mean, good yes, thing they don't it, do it live. It played it played good into the storyline and everything, but I feel like it makes it even more um, hard to believe in the storyline. Okay, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I like he just got fired and everything. I want to actually believe this storyline. Yeah, but by actually, how many times can I say actually? Actually, but the fact that they actually bleep it out, um, I think it really takes away from it. But it kind of adds to it as well. 
Because yeah. it's showing you that this is like this isn't happening. Like they are not going to use his name, and it's playing to storyline. Well, next week we'll see what happens because Rick Rick Flair is holding a big party in honor of Eric Bischoff. Maybe I should edit in. Maybe I should edit in some censors. And here. if there's one thing that Rick Flair knows how to do, it's throw a party. Oh, oh yeah, remember that yeah. one time? Crazy shit. Crazy. That one shit. time that we weren't invited. That fucking asshole. What? When Dave and I, we were in the fucking. Everyone else got invited to a Ric Flair party except for us. Really? He's, he's, yeah, he's a dick. He had his dick out. He was whipping out. Everybody, come back to my room. Woo! Not you two. Oh, I forgot to even show you guys about the flight from hell. No, I did. <laughs> Talking about Ric Flair saying, come back to my room and shit like that. I actually know. Brandon sent me the video this week. The X-Pac uh, you shoot. Yeah, it's, of it's it. really It was pretty funny. Crazy. Who? It's funny. I think CM Punk posted. Yeah. He's like, that he's like, was hilarious. he's like, yep. He's like, I'm gonna play with Michael Hayes. Don't worry, his mullet won't get chopped. <laughs> and then I immediately had to tweet to him, like, go, cut the mullet. Wesley Willis said so. Didn't respond. Asshole. Who's Wesley Willis? What? Wesley Willis? You don't yeah. know who Wesley Willis is? You don't remember <laughs> Suck a Dog's Dick? You don't remember that song? Wow. Cut the mullet. Casper the homosexual friendly ghost. From, <laughs> from what? I don't know. What he was just, fuck? he was this comedian. He was, he was slower. And he would just make all these t- awesomely terrible songs. And, like, at concerts, he would headbutt people when he would perform. It was amazing. Was it, like, headbutts or, like, legit headbutts or kind of, like, bushwhacker? I'm going to... No, it was, like, legit headbutts because he was slower. Well, actually, they more look your forehead. Yeah. Uh, well, continue. I see, I see his, uh, his records came out the year I was born, so... Wesley Willis? Yeah. Okay. I think I remember <laughs> one of his songs. I don't know. There was Suck My Dog's Dick. There was Rock and Roll McDonald's. Okay, yeah, that's the one I know. <laughs> Get a quarter pound of cheese. Anyway, continuing with Impact Wrestling. I mentioned to it earlier that the whole shape of Impact Wrestling is going to be flipped upside down because General Manager Hulk Hogan this week made the announcement that once a month there will be what's going to be called Open Fight Nights where, A, they're going to have a independent wrestler who's not contracted by TNA come in and try to compete for a spot on the Impact Wrestling roster but also to any champion can be challenged that night by anybody. Now, I was a little bit confused. Is it any re- any indie wrestler or only wrestlers from Gut Check? Yeah, that's right because then they added the Gut Check exactly. challenge in. So I don't know if it's going to be one of these like, hey, you're wrestling under Gut Check. We'll give you, we'll give well, you a shot. Uh, correct no, me it's going to be like Nick Dinsmore. Yeah, every week Nick thinks more. No, correct me if I'm wrong though, but gut check is like their like seminar thing. Yeah, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. it's where like you pay money yeah. for them to you know see if you're good Fuck enough. Fuck you over. Yeah, to go if you if you're into uh, TNA wrestling, the concept itself I like because hey. what. I said, yeah, it's great. Because, A, you're going to see new up-and-coming stars or maybe new rising stars. That's actually what I'm hoping for because I don't want to see wrestlers that I have seen before. I want to see these new wrestlers um, on the show. All young talent. Yes. If I was Tony Nese, I'd quit. And I'd be like, yo, let me get a contract signed. Fuck that. If Tony Nese (laughs) quits, he's not going into gut check. Yeah. (laughs) No, just let me me quit and then get a, a, a match this way. Correct me. Um, now, here's my question: With Impact doing these open fight nights, with getting all these independent con- in- independent stars coming in, do you think now this is a defense mechanism for t- for TNA, seeing as how WWE wants to beef up their cruiserweight division because they have a cruiserweight show coming on the 
WWE Network. You know, they're signing a lot of other independent contract, independent talent, which yeah. we'll talk about later in the show. And also, too, you know, being looking into like European stars because apparently this week I heard WWE is very high on trying to sign Pac which Dave is Dave we, I told oh, him like Pac Dave is fucking sick this is what I say I'm like Dave I'm like I think they're trying to sign Pac he goes that's awesome yeah kind of like Napoleon Dynamite style yeah. okay so um, I don't think it's a defense mechanism I think it's just more of their way to show what they do have mm-hmm. kind of like how WWE is bringing up all these FCW guys I feel like they are only going to stick to gut check wrestlers that have paid their dues or actually but, paid their way to enter TNA. I think I think it's just going to be OVW. That's what I'm thinking that's, too because like, apparently yeah, that's their developmental system. Or somebody well, like no, that. It's, it's probably going to be like you'll see Rob Terry challenge for the t- television title. I can see James Neal come back. Jesse um, Neal. Yeah, Jesse wait, Neal. Wait, wait, wait. Why do you think them? Huh? Because they're in OVW. No, Jesse Neal's not in OVW. He's not. He's not signed to TNA anymore because they. Oh, oh yeah, he he left. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was he was yeah. feed. Wait, wait, wait. Rob that. Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, isn't that like Robbie? Yeah. He's manager. Yeah, they threw him. They. He's not. That's why he hasn't really been wrestling because he's trained. He's. They're he trying to green. build a build a yeah build a character with him. He, yeah. But I don't understand why he's too green. He was in OVW with WWE. And wasn't he supposed to be I, like Dolph Ziggler, like uh, the natural Nick Nemeth's like bodyguard? That I'm not too sure about. But I could see where they're coming off as green, just because he has a larger build to him. And didn't they like want to build him last year as like the Terminator, and they had him come out yeah, to like the so Terminator stupid. music? So stupid. I don't know. I, <laughs> they could do that too because I I, I could agree to a point though that he was a little bit green. Get the I mean, yes, the he's been he's been wrestling for a long. time time and everything but I feel like he could build up his move set a little bit being uh, such a powerhouse I feel like his size limits him and he has to f- try to find that way so it doesn't limit him kind of like uh, the same thing with uh, should ever be a limit to somebody exactly but that's what it has been for him All right. like find find ways to do moonsaults find ways exactly Lucifer dark side does it but that's what Big um show. But that's so drop oh, say, shit. never mind. No, continue. <laughs> no, because now I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> but you said speaking of the television title too, Hulk Hogan did announce that the television title will now be defended every single week on Impact Wrestling. I legit marked for this. I I'm very happy about that. It really makes me feel about makes brings back those memories of ECW. Not even that also too Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor since they brought the television title in, that's something that that's they true. defend every single week with a 15 minute time limit. Mm. And I loved it. I, I think it's a great idea. I, I automatically think of ECW before Ring of Honor when it comes to television title. I don't know why. But yeah, I think I think it's really it's a good idea. It's gonna help uh, them defend that title a lot more because it really doesn't only on pay per views. And I think it's always good to have uh, titles being uh, defended on every single week. It bring, you know, and especially somebody that defends it week after week after week after week. They're not gonna maintain it. They may not maintain it, but they may. I, look at, I, look at, I think, think Devon will come out looking like a hero champion. Yeah, I, I, that's what I could see because. You know, even when he defended it this week against Gunner, they said, like, you know, Devon's trying to yeah. make a name for himself. You know, now this is the way that Devon makes himself a singles wrestler, whereas Bully Ray did it by flipping his character. You know what? I do agree with you to that point where it will definitely help out Devon. Devon does have that potential where he can be a good singles wrestler, as we've seen Bully Ray completely switch everything around. Yeah. But I can't see him maintaining it for that long. I feel like the only way that he will lose it. Though is if they bring in somebody, 
Okay. I can't really see anybody on the current Maybe roster. Maybe bringing somebody in from that gut check. Exactly. Uh, the open fight nights. Yeah, I can't really see anybody on the current roster going over Devon and Devon still being kind of uh, perceived as that, as that great singles wrestler. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know. Okay, I agree with you on that. And speaking of other championships, the Bobby Roode still has the TNA World Heavyweight Championship and now has a interesting, interesting haircut. Yeah, going old school. Going old school and cutting it down. But is it me, or is that like a recurring theme now with all wrestlers? Is they're all going for the short hairdos? I always perceived, I always thought that the reason why a lot of wrestlers do have long hair is to help them speak in the ring. Because if you're in a, Well, no, <laughs> no, cor- seriously. If you're in a submission move or something like that, you have the hair covering your mouth, you're able to be a lot more verbal in the ring. Oh, okay, okay. Now you make a little I, bit more sense. And you're able to talk a little <laughs> bit more to your opponent so you, in the ring have- as opposed to if you have short hair. You can't really have that... Um, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but that ability. Yeah. No, I if you have short hair, you can't. But also yeah. too, Bobby Bobby hair is rude when it got dry. I think um, it was it was Garrick Bobby, from Ring Ro- Bobby Roode's yeah, hair. His hair. I think Garrick from Ring World Rebellion said it like last week in a tweet that his hair can be the closest to clown hair any at anybody in the professional wrestling world. How, how do you like the fact that Storm lost? Do you, I mean yes, not about how the match ended, but how he lost. By Jan- by Bobby. Well, just Root. just overall, there's just uh, it's, losing. It sucks, you know, because he knows his character. We've said it very well when he won the TNA World Heavyweight Title the first time. I felt he should have had it for a long run. Yeah, but they're doing something very good with Bobby Root here, and the whole World Heavyweight uh, Title scenario was kind of summed up this week. Whereas Ken Anderson wanted a shot, Jeff Hardy wanted a shot because he beat um, who he beat Kurt Angle. That's it. And then you have RVD, who came back at the pay-per-view. And now it's decided that, you know, through, you know, a triple threat match, RVD is now the number one contender for the World Heavyweight title match. Hogan annoys me when he has promos with RVD. Why? I'm just like, dude, I'm like, Hogan, get off your fucking knees. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Let me see it. Let me see it. Say it. Yeah. I the the purple tights that RVD was wearing those are uh, pretty standout-ish. There's a lot of technical difficulties on Impact Wrestling. Too. Yeah, okay, you're not the only person I noticed no. that. Like during the AJ Styles uh, Kurt Angle match, it, it went dark. Yeah, and, and then, then it just went right to commercial. Even at uh, the end where Hogan was having all the champions come to the ring, that glitched right over till like to, for a very long period of uh, commercials. And then even when uh, Hulk Hogan was talking at RVD, it was just like RVD. Like yeah, okay. He, I thought I thought it was me. No, thought, it was technical difficulties. All right, all right, cool, cool. It's cool. a Bischoff uh, conspiracy. Well, next week is going to be the first open fight night with uh, the new Gut Check Challenge. So, looking forward to seeing that you, next week. It's taped, right? Or no? I don't know. I think they taped them. Because the, I remember you told me yesterday about uh, something a uh, surprise. Because I, I don't I don't read well, the no, spoilers. Well, that was it. Oh, that you were talking about yeah. this one. Okay, that's what that was it. That's okay. what I was t- I was talking about. All right. So yeah. maybe they only recorded one show this week, and maybe they're going to do two or three shows next tape week. Of next week. It's possible. Who knows? Anything is possible in the world of wrestling. Anything is possible in the world of wrestling. Um, so we'll see how Open Fight Night goes next week. I'm excited to talk about it, actually. This is the first time, I think, in the longest time that I'm actually excited to see Impact Wrestling and the product that they're yeah. going to put out. It's a, it's a very big shakeup that we haven't seen in a long time from Impact Wrestling, and it's kind of it's nice to see. Maybe Dave Lagana is finally getting his two cents in there. Yeah, right? All right, cool. A lot of other things going on that we haven't really touched on in a long time in the world of professional wrestling. We're going to get to sports entertainment after the break um, MYWC 
two big shows this weekend, yesterday, or whenever you're listening well, to this. Yeah. Friday, Friday night. Friday, so Friday night, showdown in the Lions Den in West Islip. And the 21st, Saturday night, borrow time at the NYWC Sportatorium. Not a lot of matches have been announced for this. I think the only match that I saw was Tony Nice is going to be taking on Victor Cruz. Then I think uh, Big O is teaming with uh, Becky Bayless. Oh, Cookie. okay. Cookie. Teaming with Cookie. Oh, oh not Becky Bayless. Is that, is that for Friday or Saturday? Uh, I know she's I on both shows. Both? Yeah, she's on Maybe both. both nights or no? All right. No, ten, on Friday night, I think she challenges Nikki Six. Oh, yeah, for, for the, the Scarlet's uh, Championship. Yeah, that's correct. And then correct. tomorrow night, she teams with Big O. Yeah, that's correct. Big O, Big O. Big O. It's going to be a good event. Brandon will be there Saturday night. So yes. say hi to Brandon. Take a picture. He ha- he will not. He will have his mask on him. And buy, buy a Marking Out t-shirt yes, from him. Yes, he will be selling Marking Out t-shirts, so... We're gimmicking the fuck out of these things. Go purchase it. Also, too, uh, this week it was announced that Chikara's annual King of Trios will be taking place September 14th through the 16th at a city that has been undetermined yet. Sportatorium. Sportatorium. They have been doing them at the Asylum, the CW Arena, but as we know earlier this year, the Asylum is not holding any professional wrestling events. Thanks to Sammy Callahan. Thank you, Sammy Callahan. I cannot... I. Really hope that this is going to be in New York City or on Long Island because I'm dying to see King of Trios. But they're they're doing like three thousand people in these. So where on Long Island where you, would you be able to have a three thousand person capacity? They could. Uh, I mean, they they can't do it at the Sportatorium because well, that holds about like six seven hundred. They used to do shows on Long Island. Yeah, but they used to do it like out east to like Sportsplex. Yes, yeah, that's what I was starting to think of Sportsplex. That would be a good they venue, could, but I just think is it's that still around. Yeah, Sportsplex. Yeah, okay. I went to no, that was like um, no. Sportsplex is the one on uh, in Belmore. No, it was right? Sports Plus. Sports Plus. Okay, That's it. Okay, okay. But you know what? I think they're trying to make it a two a little bit more feasible for airplanes and stuff like that come in because usually they have people from all over the world. Well, you have MacArthur Airport. That's but, an expensive fucking airport to fly into. Yeah, that and then and Southwest flies out of there and like oh. shitty companies. So if you do it, New York City would be great. You do that in the Manhattan the Manhattan Ballroom. Dude. Where Ring of Honor does all those shows for three nights? I mean, given they're going to be there in May, but this is all the this is in September. Yeah, so it's a lot of time in between. Yeah, this is one of my favorite events of the year because a it showcases new talent, a it showcases multicultural talent, and you see great matches. Like last year, our match of the year was One Two Three Kid versus El Generico, which was fantastic. And hopefully we'll get to see a nostalgia factor and B see a bunch of new rising stars. That's what I mean. Come on now. Last year uh, during this time, Just Incredible was even uh, trying to get involved with this. Yeah, absolutely. So who knows? Maybe we'll see Just Incredible. Maybe we'll We're- see the maybe we'll see the X Factor. I was gonna I- say maybe we'll see X Pac team up with uh, Albert and Just Incredible, <laughs> but I completely forgot. That. Yeah, well, we'll we'll definitely be seeing a lot of uh, Albert, old wrestlers come back. Albert. Maybe we'll see Kind Tie again. Maybe. Oh. We'll- you know what? They Chikara is very high on Japanese wrestling, so and they you have never so, know. But they, also, too, they have so many connections with Japanese wrestling. Oh yeah, Quackenbush is all about. A lot of the wrestlers are all about Japanese wrestling. And speaking of Japanese wrestling, another great segue. Uh-huh. PWS, they're going to have a big show. Refuse to lose. May fourth at Raw at the Rawway Rec Center. They've also announced their five year anniversary show, which will be taking place over two days. It won't be a five hour event. Two days, June first and June second. Railway Wax Center. Railway Wax Center. Speaking of Japanese wrestling, the great Muda will be making 
his, I think it's like the first U.S. appearance in like a Lord, long time. Lord only knows how long. And he'll actually yeah, be signing autographs like as well. Years, maybe. He'll be signing autographs. Him and Kai are going to be there. Just, you yeah. know, I think Pat said it on, on Two and a Half Wrestlers last week. He's trying to make this like the Woodstock. Like everybody and anybody. I mean, you even have the WWE most uh, recent Hall of Famer, Mil Mascaris. Mil Mascaras is going to be there. You're going to have the Briscoes, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions right now are going to be there. Vader is going to be there. Um, wow, Venus. Two, two Cold Scorpio is going to be there. Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan. One of, uh, I popped hard for this, and I wish I could go to this event, but yeah, I'm not going to be able hard. to. $5 Wrestling Champion Freight Train and Dynamite are going to be there in the house. It's going to be a good event. Get your tickets, prowrestlingsyndicate.com. We're going to be plugging the hell out of that show. At and even we're going to be continue plugging the hell out of the May 4th show. So go buy tickets to all three. Yeah. Amen. Bret Hart's going to be at May 4th. I'm going to go. I want to go to that as a fan just so I can go up and I can shake Bret Hart's hand and get a picture. And <laughs> have, you, have you done that before or no? No. I've never, never met Bret Hart I've before. never met Bret Hart either, so I'm definitely going to be uh, on that line. Ring of Honor, I thought. It was like, it, it was too early to go in. That, yeah. Oh, that was like Brian Danielson and uh, Nigel, Nigel McGuinness' last, last match. match. Yeah. And that was my first Ring of Honor show ever, too. Same here. But that what what better event to be uh, bringing Ring of Honor with Fitz than still, that show? Oh, man. Fitz still has my uh, that best in the world. What was that, eight or seven? I don't know. Yeah, it was. I think it was, no, it wasn't best in the world. It was, uh, Glory by Honor 9. That's what it was. My friend, my friend John Fitz still has that DVD, and he's had it forever, and he probably lost it. Asshole. Uh, anyway, continue on. More, more professional wrestling talk. Finley, Dave, Dave Fit Finley, this uh, last week was announced that he signed a contract with Ring of Honor. May, may I add another great segue? Yes, but oh, I want to talk <laughs> about this too. Finley's fighting style, because we all know Finley loves to fight. Fighting style going into Ring of Honor, I think this is a perfect fit for both parties. I agree completely. I think that he could have... Um, just amazing matches with a lot of those wrestlers. Him versus Kevin Steen. What? Not even that. Him versus Davy Richards. Oh, Davy. Davy Richards, Davey. Eddie Edwards, too. And also, too, you bring... A, Chapa, I mean, Elgin. You go on and on. Yeah, you can go on and on. He can have matches with anybody. I'd see, seeing what he's done with Sammy Callahan and segueing into Evolve 11, that was this weekend in, last weekend in Toronto, Finley, again, beating Sammy Callahan for the third time. They had their first match at Evolve 9. Nine. Evolve nine. Then going to uh, Europe, facing there, Finley beating him again in a 35-minute match. And another grueling, brutal fight. Sammy Callahan getting busted open the hard way, posting pictures all over Twitter of him getting busted open and losing yet again. And they had a lot of other great matches as well. They did. It was just... I love Evolve cards because, A, you see new guys up and coming. You see a bunch of talent that's already recognized on the independent scene. You had Chuck Taylor versus Johnny Gargano versus Samurai Del Sol, somebody that we've become... Lucha! 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 Someone we've become very high on recently in a great triple threat match with Chuck Taylor getting the win. Um, Friends of the show, yes. John Silver and Alex Reynolds faced off in a great back and forth match, which... Was good. You see Alex Reynolds getting the win. Very, very happy to see them on that Evolve card. Absolutely, because that's, you know, that's a style that those guys can work. Yeah, plus, you you know, we're always pushing for uh, friends of the show and everything, and it's good to to see them get that exposure. Absolutely. And, too, people really, like, really like John Silver. Oh, yeah. Just his gimmick, the way he was was doing everything. People were, like, laughing at, like, you know, him screaming and yelling out stuff. Twitter was blowing up when they were having their match. I didn't see Twitter. Blowing up. 
when I, I was on uh, Twitter during that time just to kind of stay on updated with the card. Yeah. And a lot of tweets were coming in. Well, not at us, but just overall about that match. And low-key versus uh, the generic luchador, El Generico, was insane as well. And what a hell of a stop, double stomp right at the on end. On the back? Oh, my God. Are you serious? Oh, my. I actually bought the El Generico Best of Ring of Honor DVD this week. I saw it like... Tuesday I did woke you, up. Did you watch it yet? No, it's still getting mailed to me. I and I'm, I'm the idiot that writes my old writes my my old town that I lived in. <laughs> so I had to like email them the next day. I'm like, yeah, I fucked up, guys. Sorry. Um, they're like, yeah, not a problem. Now we gotta write Ron Concoma. Yeah, we gotta write Ron Concoma now. <laughs> uh, <so laughs> Ow, my back hurts for some that, reason. That's Brandon's input. <laughs> yeah, Brandon hasn't said anything in a good five six minutes, and now yeah, he what like. What am I gonna say? Yeah, you could chime in. Say something. Oh, he doesn't like Chikara. Sorry. Oh, he doesn't like Ring of Honor. Sorry, you can't say no, anything. Like no, no, Honor he he, he does he did like that King of Trios, the Xbox. I like Ring Generico. of Honor. I don't like their fans. Okay, well you can say something about that. Especially, I know you're a big Finley fan. Yeah, I mean, it's. What are your thoughts on Finley going to Ring of Honor? Uh, it'd be interesting to see where it goes. I don't know what what's his what's he gonna first what's his first feud or. Well, I think he's doing something in Border Wars. I think. I think so. Yeah. Well, they they should, well speaking of Chikara and Ring of Honor, they have that big uh, dual uh, event coming yeah, up. Synergy. Um, Synergy. Yeah. Di- uh, in sh- Chicago. Sounds like sounds like a gym. It is a gym. It is a gym. <laughs> I'm aware of that. Um, but that's going to be a very very uh, interesting card as well. Yeah. We'll definitely cover that as it gets closer. Ab- definitely. But I think it's on high pay per view though. That's the thing that sucks yeah. because that's an event that I would I would sit down all day and I would watch both of those events. I agree. Maybe it's because they they didn't want to. Uh, Wait, both of those events? What? Both of those events? Yeah. They're doing two separate events. Uh Uh-huh. Ring of Honor is at night, and Shakar is going to be during the daytime. Because Shakar during the daytime is called Hot Off the Griddle. Uh But the whole combined event itself is called Ring of Honor, Shakar, Synergy. Okay. I thought it was um, one of these Ring of Honor versus Shakar events. No. I thought it was just one event of them going back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Got that out of, um, out of the way. Question. You know, we always take questions. We always take uh, fan responses and everything like that. Great question that I think is kind of steered towards me and Dave more it is Brandon because it doesn't have to do with the WWE. Uh, Charlie Zephyr, you can find on Twitter at C underscore Zephyr, uh, asked us the question that who do you think would win a fight the Age of the Fall with Jimmy Jacobs and Seth Rollins, also known as Tyler Black, versus Dean Ambrose, also known as John Moxley and Sammy Callahan. Wasn't it Switchblade? Yeah, it's Switchblade uh, conspiracy. Switchblade conspiracy. What, what do we think? What do we think? That's here? tough to call. I mean, you have Jimmy Jacobs with the spike factor and everything like that, but then you have Mox. You have uh, Ambrose and uh, Callahan with that kind of uh, psychotic ways, and then you have Tyler Black. That's not really as crazy as they are but also too he's a, he's a lot bigger than those other guys yeah I think it would be probably be Sammy Callahan and John Moxley where, does, where does the match take place I think Hammerstein Baller yeah <laughs> no, not where like what company I I'd say Ring of Honor would, it, would, would your opinions change via <clears throat> if it was via company if, if it was either in CCW or if it was I, Ring of Honor or if it was WWE, WWE yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you with uh Switchblade conspiracy. I think they're just a little. They're, they're those guys are a little bit more. They'll brutal. fuck you up. Yeah. Oh man. Now I want to see that match. I think I'm just gonna have to download all those guys in WWE 12 if I can because the server yeah, fucking sucks. I tried, and talking I tried about Dean Moxley. He oh, Dean Moxley. Now I'm just combining the yeah two right. <laughs> he actually just had a dark match too on uh, I think SmackDown. And He's apparently been, no, it was it was Raw. 
Raw yeah. versus uh, A-Rai. Yeah, and he went over big. Yeah, and we're going to talk about Raw. Yeah, and we're going to talk about Raw right after our musical interlude. And our musical interlude this week is brought to you by the same people that made our theme music, Ring Rope Rebellion. This is their newest song. They just debuted the video last night, youtube.com slash ringroperebellion and ringroperebellion.com. This song is called The Millions after The Rock. And when we come back from this song, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw and other things going on in the world of sports entertainment here on Marking Out.
And we're back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Ring Rope Rebellion, The Millions. Great, great song. I know uh, Chi and Dave were really excited about that one because of oh, the... Oh, yeah. Ring Rope <laughs> Riley. There we go. You go, can... fo- go follow her. Go fo- follow Riley. Go follow Garrick at Ring Rope Garrick. Go follow Doug at Half Blood Cajun. Go follow Ring Rope Rebel. Go follow all of them. On Twitter. And download all of their songs, too. RingRopeRebellion.com. Make a Mick Foley one. iTunes. Or Faces of Foley. Come on, do it up, guys. I know you're listening. I'm in your ear right now. I'm in your ear. <laughs> Is that tickle? All right, I let's. Love the wax. Mm. It's it's that time of the year. It's mid-April. We're right after WrestleMania, and this time of the year is a I want to say like a sad time of the year for some wrestling fans because usually this is where they do their quote unquote spring cleaning. At the WWE, I remember last year it was like every other hour you were heard David uh, David Hart Smith. Get best of luck in your future yeah, endeavors. I was like studying for my MCATs at that time, and I feel like every second I was just like, "Fuck MCATs! I got to get on WrestleZone and see who's going to get released now." Didn't like Kalen Croft and uh, David Hart Smith and BH Chris Masters, yeah, uh, Melina, yeah. Every, everybody during that time. That was during the one pretty much. One do you, th- or two do you days. think that this will happen this year? Yes. And what do you think? Who do you think is the? the I don't want to say the first to go because it sucks, man. Like well, there's, a, there's a lot of talent on that card. Now, that, don't get me wrong. When we say who we think are going to be at release, we're not saying they suck at wrestling. We're saying they could probably do better in other companies, such as Ring of Honor, where they would be uh, performing at their capability. So capability, yeah. Um, I don't know. First, I'm going to start this off. Matt Seidel. Evan yeah, Bourne. Evan Bourne. Uh, maybe you know what with his injury to his foot, you never. It's possible, and with his so-called track record I mean, for the past couple months, well, I maybe mean, even just the foot injury alone. What is he going to do? Sit on the sidelines and just collect money from them? This is I don't true. Think, I don't think that they but would does, allow that. Does he even collect money? I mean, even if he, I'm sure he does for I merchandise even and stuff. If he, hmm. Even if he was released, he'd still be collecting money. Do they collect money off of merchandise for release wrestlers? Yeah, because yeah, they're using they're Look at Alandra uh, yeah, Medusa. So. Look yeah, she that. got like a, a sick a check. shitload. Um, I'm actually going to start off with uh, Rajah Singh. Rajah no, Singh? No, dude, he, he does backstage shit. Yeah, I think he's going to Ra- be released. Rajah Singh. Kali, exactly. Rajin. Kali's brother or whatever. Oh, okay. The, he's still underneath the contract? Exactly. Uh, no, a lot of does, people. He's like a major player backstage. I don't think so. I think that that's one ca- one person that a what, lot of people like are forgetting about. No. Uh, no, I think he's a producer. No. Oh, okay. I don't believe that. Yeah. I wouldn't no, believe that. No, he's a producer. Ah, fuck it. He's getting fired. That's what I'm saying. Maybe who, the other Indian guy that's Great Kali's brother. I don't know. Let's go with the other Indian. Ginger Mahal. Ginger Mahal. Let's go with Kali. Kali's uh, going to be fired. And with, not because he can do better at Ring of Honor or he can do better at uh, TNA. It's because he sucks at wrestling. But they're, they're, they're using him right now. So I don't think he's going to be. And as we saw on Raw, which we'll get into in a second. Yes, we will get into in a who, second. Wait, what did you say about Kali and TNA? I see. I said that they won't use him. Okay, good. Yeah, That's no, like, he good. sucks. He should be fired automatically. What about like uh, JTG? I'm, JTG fired. I think he's he's good not. Ass- he's good, but he's not being used at all. So I feel like they would be saving money, especially with the FCW guys do uh, are coming up. Yeah, they're bringing a bunch of FCW G- guys. Jinder G- Mahal, I go I back keep and saying forth. Ginger with. Mahal. I know. I keep on going back and forth with whether or not he should be fired or whether or not he will be fired or not. He is a, I think uh, my opinion is that he is a good wrestler. 
I think just they're not using him. No, they're not, they're not. They're not. But I mean, and when they have nothing going for them, like they're they're Chris home. Masters. Yeah, like Chris Masters. He, he was just doing shots on superstars, and that was it. And, and he really picked up his shit once he got rehired. He was really performing very well. Absolutely. Who else do you think that would get released? I mean, right now we only have three people. A Ry. Do you um, think A Ry? I wouldn't. Since that whole run he did with the Miz, like he's he really done nothing. Di- he was really died down. They may have just given up on him. I mean, look at what he's doing. He's doing dark matches now. Yeah. And he's dropping to Brodus Clay. Yeah. I uh, I gotta gotta interject here and go back to Rajin. He's the head writer for Raw. Oh, there we go. His job. Oh, his job safe. Nah, I don't know. I still say fired. Well, they would probably just use him in certain spots with Kali, but it looks According like... According to Wikipedia, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at Brimstone. Yeah, yeah right? I mean, I would I would trust that he's the head writer of Raw. I don't know. <laughs> so who else? I mean, we really don't have that many people. We're saying a lot of obvious people. People. Yeah. All we have is Ginger Mahal. Ginger. Ginger. Uh, Kali. How safe is Trent? Singh. Um, A-Rai. JTG. Who else? I mean, look at last year who we saw at the part. Who else do we think is going to depart this year? How I mean, safe do you think Trent Barretta is? I think – okay, this is something that I, I brought up with somebody. The whole – this whole hashtag where's Trent thing, because a lot of people are, tra- are training that. They should use that into bringing him back properly. I think – Because they can make him like this like weird, like really I was, like – I said that to, to Silva. So did I. Yes. Actually, I was somebody, like, this is the creepiest fucking shit I've ever heard. Yeah, Brandon was like, telling me – Tell me yesterday that he thinks that you should come back as kind of like a Ravens flock. I don't uh, think a Ravens pirate. flock, but he's like, weird. Like no, like Ravens flock looking kind of like he's got this scruggly fucking beard. Like he's a loner. He's like fucking weird as shit. I think, that, but he has to keep his trunks because that's the best part. Because the fact that he has like Abraham Lincoln in the middle of them and like keep his Bill Murray, and just fucking maybe he stops combing his hair or some shit. Just comes down to the ring. What about and, like, Sinkara? Maybe talks to himself. Oh yeah, that's right. Sinkara's still on. Yeah, I could see Sinkara. Sinkara. I don't he's, think Sinkara. He's not really. He's, he's, he's Triple H's fucking big I don't, sign. I don't know. I think that he's not living up to their expectations. You know what they should do with with Trent with Trent though? Like during the, like WWE Raw, you know how they used to like flash like the the YouTube thing when Jericho was coming back. Just I don't know where. Just flash hashtag where's Trent. And I feel like it's WWE, so they're like, fuck, like, they're like, absolutely not. We're never doing this. It would be so funny. Like, even, uh, like, a couple weeks back on Z True Long Island Story, when they just had somebody driving in the car, and you just see Trent Beretta with a beard and a g- giant pink jumpsuit just running. I thought it was but hysterical. This is something that, like, hopefully WWE uses, because this is gold. Yeah, this honestly. Is fucking gold. If you don't, like, if you don't, if the people that we're talking to right now... Or the people that are listening to us, I should say, don't know what we're talking about. Just listen to an episode, a recent episode of Two and a Half Wrestlers. Not even, here. not even that. Yeah, it's, but you could hear like the Trent Beretta fucking promos and that shit. That also it's like episodes like, of Z True Island Story, like yeah, that too. The the Where's Trent segments are great. I think we're gonna see more NXT character uh, wrestlers be released as well. You think Maxine, so? I mean, they're using her, but I don't think Maxine I don't think that she's really performing all that all that well. What are you talking about? But she's, I'm she, still on the topic of trying to think of wrestlers that would be uh, released. She just, she just fucking won Mad Match. She did like a fucking triangle. Yeah, she had that, but she always she does a triangle. Insane. She always gets the tricycle. All right, well, well, getting off the topic of people that are getting released, before we get to Monday Night Raw, there was a big, actually, apparently, shift in the independent wrestling world where independent superstar Brody Lee apparently announced that he was signed to a 
FCW, FCW developmental contract. Yeah, yeah. Relinquished the uh, 2CW, 2CW title, mm-hmm. which is big. I know Dave is very high on Brody Lee. Oh, my God. If you guys haven't seen Brody Lee, he's a huge redneck that just kicks everybody's face in. The Yakuza kick that he does is just brutal. Go check him out on YouTube. Um, him versus Grizzly Redwood. Just go search him and it. Grizzly Redwood. Imagine them also signing Grizzly Redwood and bringing no. the, bringing the Roughnecks in. I can't. That see would that. be, but they would be that would be a good. Tag you know team. what? It, it could, I feel like Redwood would get over like how Crash Holly got over. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he would get over the same uh, same way. But if they used it, that's a, a great. They they were a good tag team. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. What, your thoughts, Brandon? Big Red. Oh, yeah, your thoughts, Big Red? It was a beautiful tag team. They did every move together great. <laughs> Brandon can't think of that. Brandon right. knows his Brody Lee and uh, Redwood uh, facts. Yeah, great, be- great beards and great everything. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Let's get into Monday Night Raw now. Monday Night Nitro. Yes, thank you. You're on top of your game today, Brandon. Um, un- emanating from Europe, jolly old London, England in the O2 Arena. Uh, a lot of storylines. Uh, let's talk about the John Cena Brock Lesnar feud because they will be facing now in an Extreme Rules match. I don't like that. I mean, I like it just because the fact that ah, eh, fuck it. I don't like it. I think that it could be a normal match. I feel like it, there's no need for it to be Extreme Rules. But yes, it plays it to the Johnny Ace. Hey, John Cena, we're gonna beat the shit out of you and I mean, make you know. It also plays here. into the pay per view. Yeah, it's, it's a gimmick pay per view, so you gotta yeah. have a gimmick match in there. Um, I'm not a fan of but this then it, But then it takes away the fact of that, hey, we can see other wrestlers get involved now. Yeah, we could. I'm not a fan of this fucking feud. Why? I, I, I don't know. I, it's Brock Lesnar is just not doing it right now. I thought his promo was great. I thought his whole sitting down saying, you know... He's an ass kicker. Yeah, he's, he's not a wrestler. He's an ass kicker. He's a shit kicker. He, you know, John Cena would be carrying his bags into the ring if he didn't leave. But he went on to conquer... UFC, and I love the fact that they made mention to UFC. They've been doing that a lot now, considering that when he first uh, came in on WWE.com, they didn't refer to it as UFC at all. Yeah. But now that it's coming into live television, they're making reference to UFC. Absolutely. And did you see his uh, biopic on WWE Shop? Yep. Uh, on WWE? Like, yep. the big, huge logos and stuff. trunk. Yeah. His logos, and he, he's wrestling like a mixed martial artist now, because he's got the gloves Bare on. feet and everything. Well, not the feet. He's still wearing. He's wearing boots. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn he was barefoot. No, no, he was wearing boots, Flat brother. Pit? No, I'm kidding. Barefoot, <laughs> blue jeans, night. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dave. Um, so you had that, and then at the end of the night, you had John Cena taking on a mystery opponent, which we'll get into in a second. A lot of other things going on. The Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston confrontation. A, the promo itself, I thought was hilarious. Daniel Bryan renaming the LaBelle lock into the Yes lock. And just everybody is behind Daniel Bryan. It, let me just – do you think that everybody or do you think it's the specific audiences? Because as we know, London is huge when it comes to wrestling events. I mean they're probably one of my top top five favorite uh, crowds to uh, watch a live event with uh-huh. just because how involved they get. I mean we have the Monday Night Raw right in Miami right after uh, WrestleMania, how alive they were for Daniel Bryan. Then we have this, but then we went kind of dead last week. Yeah. But then this week we were in uh, London and Daniel Bryan was well over. Do you think it's just the crowd or do you think he's actually uh, at that point with every audience? I think he's over, but I think it's... He's over with everybody, but I just think it's more to the smart mark crowds, as if you, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. 
because you the saw marks. The, this marks the day after WrestleMania. Day after WrestleMania, yes, huge. Yeah, you know John when John Cena even came out on Monday Night Raw, like this week. People were guessing, and he, you have to get into it. The thing is, I think it may just... I want to see where... Uh, well, next week they have a three-hour Raw. Depending, I feel like it's kind of depending on the audience. Well, let's talk about that three-hour Raw. Apparently, that was supposed to be when the draft is. And it looks like that they're not having a draft this year. I don't know. I feel like they really... They don't need a draft all that much. I feel like they were saying talking about the draft because, as we know, after WrestleMania, we have all the firings and we have ending of storylines. But a lot mm-hmm. of storylines are continuing. Mm-hmm. So there's really no need for a draft at the current time. Uh-huh. I mean, usually the draft is used to switch up storylines, give people more airtime, but it's not really needed right now. Yeah. But the only big thing is gonna, there's going to be a Cena and Lesnar storyline. Um, speaking of feuds continuing on from WrestleMania, Y2J and CM Punk continues to get more heated up. Whereas this week, CM Punk caught candid footage of CM Punk going into a pub in London and coming in and out. Um, I'm, I'm, hey, he could have went in for food. Brandon does. When we went yeah. to PWS. He doesn't drink. Food, but he he doesn't, doesn't drink. drink. So. Yeah, he doesn't drink. So I've been in a bar. I've been out of a bar. I've never touched. My drink of choice at a bar is water. Water go. on the rocks. Keeping yourself hydrated. But also, too, it's London. You got to go in for fish and chips somewhere. And, and then you it was don't an, have to. Yeah, you do. No, in you, London? That's like going not... I don't I've ever had fish and chips. I literally would not never eat fucking fish and chips. Yeah. But that's Isn't like, that like all fried? Yeah, it's just yeah, it's fried well, fish. That's, that's what yeah, London does. I'll skip that. London fries everything, don't they? But also, it's, it's one of those places. You go to London for fish and chips, whereas you go to Philly for cheesesteaks. And you go to Chicago for deep dish pizza. One thing that I loved was Y2J was going on his rant about CM Punk with the pub, CM drunk. And then as CM Punk goes onto the mic and starts to talk, the video footage stops. Oh, Y2J's uh, uh, Y2J, yeah. I, like, I was thinking right before that. I was just like, please, don't let CM Punk say anything to you. Just cut it out. It will go over so well, and it happened. Yeah. So I was actually really happy that they read my mind, and so thank you. And at Extreme Rules, it was announced that... Chris Jericho will be facing CM Punk in a Chicago street fight. No rules. Streets of Chicago. Um, yeah, I got retweeted by WWE Universe for my tweet. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did, but we didn't make it to... Uh, yeah, who gives a shit, though? Yeah, we, we ruled that thing for months. I want to see these guys... I want to see this being like an old-school-style street fight. Like, I don't want to see them coming out in, like, kick pads and trunks. I want to see them coming out in jeans and T-shirts and, you know... Do you think that this is going to... How a lot of people said that the WrestleMania match didn't live up to their uh, expectations. Do you think that this match is going to be the one that they kind of, uh, um, I don't know, fix that with? Yes, because you're going to be in Chicago, seeing Punk's whole crowd. That cra- And we know a Chicago crowd. Chicago crowds are rowdy. I'm going to call it right now. Punk is not winning. Really? I know it's not prediction time, but it's... the And yes, it's uh, Chicago, seeing Punk's home crowd. I'm saying Jericho is winning. Okay. I, I think that it would be huge just because of the fact that it's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And Y2J would get over as a heel so much that he just beat Punk in his hometown. Well, uh, yeah. Well, Chris the Jericho, apparently crowd. Chris Jericho's going away soon to record like a new yeah, Fozzie album. Fozzie, but it could always, I feel like he's going to win, but it could always, then it comes Mark Henry or something like that. Or they could, Punk can always beat him again before he goes on tour with Fozzie again. But I'm going Y2J. I forgot somebody said to us on Twitter, I forget who it was and I apologize about that. They're like, do you think Cole Cabana's going to get involved? 
No. No, not at all. He'll be sitting there. Yes, he'll be sitting there watching the match, but I don't think they're going to be like... Do you think they're going to actually... Awesome, do you think that they'll actually show him on television like they have in the past? Absolutely. Why not? I don't think that they would. I don't know. I feel like they did at the time just because of that entire... Uh, well, apparently, I mean, I mean, according to pictures, we don't know if he's really doing the WWE DVD, but... WWE he tweeted out the picture during WrestleMania weekend that CM that that Cole Cabana was doing interviews for CM Punk's DVD. So yeah, and he even said it on the Art of Wrestling too. He's like, I sat down. I'm going to be a part of the the, the DVD. Right. So maybe we will see him in the front row or something like that. Yeah. I still don't see him physically getting involved though. No, I, not at all. I, I don't think he's going to be getting involved either. Continue on with extended storylines from WrestleMania. Randy Orton and Kane kind of continued this week, whereas Kane just totally dominated Zack Ryder to a no contest and got on the mic to belittle Randy Orton, which from I last think week. is really good too. Just the fact that it continues that possibility of a feud with Zack Ryder. It doesn't end it. Zack Ryder did not lose. No. It continues the feud with Kane and Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder at some point could be just, I'm fed up of getting my ass beat by Kane. Kane, I'm, I want you in a hardcore match. But I, it, 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 to all, it's probably going to be last man standing match or something yeah, to that exactly. gimmick. But it, yeah, Between Randy Orton and Kane. Yeah. Because... Well, I mean, for <laughs> Zack Ryder, but I mean, yeah, but on to the Randy Orton Kane. Yeah. Well, you know, Zack Ryder maybe maybe oh. in the long run, but from the short run right now, it looks like Extreme Rules is going to be Kane versus Randy Orton. I keep on going back and forth with whether or not I'm in on this storyline or I'm not. I Like, at times, I'm like, all right, I'm over with it and stuff like that, but then they bring this, bring me back in, like with the promo from last week with Kane backstage with mm-hmm. Bob Orton, yeah. where I was just, I just like, all right, what's like going like to happen Orton, now? So. What's that? I just don't like Randy Orton anymore, so I'm like over that. You mean I the like SmackDown John still. Cena? What? The SmackDown John Cena? No, okay, I don't yeah. Like to call him that because I I like I'm I'm not the SmackDown old John Cena. No, because I never not wanted to see. I never not wanted to see John Cena wrestle. All right. Regardless. I was never bored with John Cena. That's what I'm trying to say. Debatable, but no, can't say debatable. I was never bored with John Cena. All right, if anybody listens to past shows, hit us up. Let us know what Brandon thinks. All right, a lot of other things going on on Monday Night Raw too. The tag team champions were defeated, a squash type guy, I should say, against the new tag team of the Big Show and Great Khali. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Seriously. They're the tag team champions. They're tag team champions, and you're going to have them get beaten the shit out of by these two schlups? Give me a break. And and then they they, uh, made reference on Twitter about how uh, they were, uh, Primo, I think, was ranting about it. Yeah. It's so stupid. But this then leads us into another question from Twitter. At Eric Sims 380. And no, not that Eric Sims, Brandon. (laughs) Fuck uh, the Eric Sims. Um, he said, "Who do you think's a bigger jobber, the Great Kali or Giant Gonzalez?" Talk about a name reference right there. I'm Giant going Kali because Giant Gonzalez at the time I was actually a fan wait, of. Wait, wait. What was the question? Who's a bigger jobber, Great Kali? Great Kali's a is it multi-time world heavyweight champion? This is correct. He's a multi-time fuck. <laughs> that doesn't make any That's sense. Yeah. I'm not a fan I'm of him play at all. Giant because he's a multi-time fuck. I'm going uh, Giant Gonzalez. Uh, I mean, Kali. I think Giant Gonzalez was better. Yes, Kali was a world heavyweight champion, but he's just. A, but but Gonzalez wasn't even in there for that long. Remember when he came in? He came into Royal Rumble, if I'm not resuming. Uh, Gonzalez, correct? 
and he just like started eliminating people left and right and eliminated the Undertaker and eliminated. No, he, I, I don't remember, but I remember seeing him on primetime versus Virgil a few times. Well, everybody and can face Virgil. Fuck the Virgil. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I still think that him versus uh, what is it? Undertaker was still one of my like most memorable storylines growing up as yeah. a kid. Uh, no, I totally agree. And then, yeah, come I, on now, especially he won he won my heart on Baywatch. But come also on. too, remember they made the Punjabi prison match just for the Great Khali. But that was also back when they didn't know that he sucked as a wrestler. <laughs> this is back when they they probably still think he's great. Yeah, right. Just because you're going to India to promote WWE doesn't mean you have to sign an Indian wrestler of his caliber. They went to Russia and they released uh, what is the Vladimir Kozlov like a year ago. Yeah, but it's it's because he's a huge spectacle. Yeah. Okay. So but Brandon, he who, towers you... over these Indian people. All right. Who do you think, Brandon? Greg Holly is the fucking winner of that match. The winner of the jobber of the year? No, no, no. Okay, if it's who's the biggest jobber, it's Giant Gonzalez. All right, so we're all. Who's a fucking guy? They're both jobbers in my mind. He's no good motherfucker. Dude, Giant Gonzalez wore a bodysuit. Yeah. Come on now. An airbrushed bodysuit. Greg Holly made out with Mae Young. Giant Gonzalez was managed by Harvey Whippleman. So? Dude, Harvey. (laughs) Yeah, try to one up that, Brandon. Greg Colley made out with other women from the audience. In quote marks. Uh, Giant Gonzalez was friends with Pamela Anderson on Baywatch. Uh, are we really doing this? Greg yes, Colley? we're doing yes. this right now. Okay. Don't you dare Greg- get on that computer and start typing shit. Yeah, right. The Greg Colley fucking main evented with fucking The Undertaker. Was it WrestleMania? Giant Gonzalez had a WrestleMania match with Undertaker. Oh. But it wasn't as good as fucking matches with... But it wasn't Giant, Russell, Russell. Giant Gonzalez chloroformed Undertaker. What? So that's just creepy. Great Khali dances like a fucking Punjabi playboy he is. Giant Gonzalez had painted on muscles. I see you typing there. Airbrushed muscles. Yeah, they were airbrushed. And Great Khali is just a fucking he had his own match. That's all you have to say. He had his own fucking match. Giant Gonzalez was in WCW. He's typing right now. This is no fair. Greg Colley was Fuck this, I'm out. I'm not typing. You're, Greg Colley was in Brandon at right now is typing in his computer and looking up stuff. No, you'd fucking hear me typing. Yeah, no, no you're being Yeah, he's soft. being all sketchy down there. I'm, I'm out. All right, we're out of this one. This that was that was good though. If you guys, if if Brandon actually didn't have to use the computer to look everything up, I would have kept this going. Yeah. I'm not fucking looking shit up. Rest in peace, Giant Gonzalez. Though he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, a few years Shit. ago he passed away. Here you go. Here we go. Giant Gonzalez is Mexican. What? Yeah. Here you go. What are you talking about? Giant Gonzalez is Mexican. What do you have to rebuttal against that? Oh, I thought you, I was like, I thought you said Greg Kali. I was like, yes, Greg Kali like, is Mexican. I was thinking Greg Kali. I was like, what are you talking about? He's fucking Indian. <laughs> I still think that a wrestler such as Sanjay Dutt would get them over with the Indian crowd more than Kali. Absolutely. I feel like them seeing, yes, a tall wrestler that's big that they don't see too often on the streets is like that awe factor. But I feel like seeing a wrestler that could jump from rope to rope to doing all these flips, I think that would draw a lot more. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 All right. Finito. Finito on this one. Um, what else did we have going on on Monday Night Raw? David Otunga in a match against Santino Morella. In in all assumptions, it looks like they're going to have some sort of match soon for it's, the United States title. I think shouldn't. Otunga is not at that. He, yes, he's building himself up, but his hip toss, taking in hip tosses, are sloppy. I get so scared at times watching wrestlers when they almost. Uh, come close to an injury or land on their neck or they don't oh, properly do a you, move when, and I, I'm like when Otonga was taking the hip toss it looked like he didn't really get full uh, 
jump on there, and he came close to landing right on his neck. Like when, when you tweeted about that, and somebody wrote back saying, "I wish she like did or whatever." That's not cool. I just but, want to say that. Yeah, people don't have to write into us saying that you hope wrestlers actually get injured. You should never yeah, hope that. It's not cool. No. We've seen a lot of injuries happen in the ring that have been fatal, and nobody should ever wish that. Yeah. It looks or like, like I'm not, it's like I'm not sitting here wishing people to get like fucking yeah. No matter how much you hate on chocolate with like no, tastes no, like shit. No matter how much you hate a wrestler, no matter how much of a if you hate the wrestler, you know what? Then they're doing, they're doing their doing job their as job. a heel. Yeah, absolutely. But if you don't go yeah, as far as to hope death right or injury, that's just absolutely that's fucking especially stupid. as a wrestling fan, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, you yeah. want you want these guys to have very long careers. Respect. Some guys, have, some guys have really short careers, like Edge. You know, he was. Yeah, it was a pretty decently long career. Yeah, you know, look at look at some people that are still wrestling out there. Yeah, well, and all right. So the the big main event of Monday Night Raw was John Cena an Extreme Rules match against a mystery opponent, and Johnny Ace comes out and reveals that opponent to be Lord Tensai. I thought it was Sakamoto at first, but boy, was that you know he's. I was watching an FC. I was watching this week's FCW today, and he's Mister Sakamoto. Yeah, he's good. That's cool that they're actually. Switching that over, he was uh, wrestling as Mr. Sakamoto in FCW. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, it was like to me that match was like a lumberjack extreme rules match. Why? I don't know. Well, yeah, it was an extreme rules match. That were... It was an what? extreme rules match, and anything could happen. And I mean, yeah, I know that the interference is allowed and stuff like that. How did you like the fact that uh, um, Tensai is doing the green mist to the face? I think that's awesome because a that's a tribute to Muda. I don't. I love, I that's the thing. I don't think they're tributes. I, I know. Like, me. Oh my god, to Jerry. To Jerry was fucking trending on Twitter. Yeah, it's like there are people way before to Jerry. Nah, I, I still don't think that. I know. Me and Chris have spoken uh, went but, back and forth on the show about it being a tribute. I don't think it's considered but the tribute. Big the big factor of this match. It was it was a grueling match back and forth. Lord Tensai gets a win. Over John Cena. With a little bit of help from uh, David Otunga yes. and stuff like that, but he still gets the W. He gets a W. It's an extreme rules match. Anything can happen. Exactly. Gets a W over Lord uh, over John Cena. Hashtag we want bicycle kick. <laughs> With the Baldo bomb, too. I think the reason why they're not doing it is because the bro kick. Yeah. That's true. This is yeah, That's a great point, Brandon. They don't How do you guys feel about Lord Tensai going over John Cena? I like it. I think it still maintains that factor that Tensai cannot be defeated, that he is a beast. I, uh, I like the fact that he got to do a lot of power moves to John Cena, who is this immovable, immovable uh, wrestler. Yeah. Um, Super Cena. But here's what I think they should have done, though, is I think that they should have brought Lord Tensai in this week in the past two weeks, not even kept playing those promos. Um, I don't know. I think that the promos that they had coming in were fine. No, I'm. What do you mean? No, having him squash those two guys last week. If they brought him in this week, and your opponent's gonna be Lord Tensai, have Lord Tensai yeah, come out been more and beat John Cena in no. his first match, that would have been huge. Yeah. What do you mean? Like switch it up? Like have him debut? No, don't hold have on. Him have fucking... him debut against Lord Tensai. Then after that, have the squash matches. As opposed to having the squash matches first and then versus something. Yeah, uh, Cena. No, Inst- instead, right of, instead of well, hold on, everybody's talking over each other one at a time. Okay, instead of the last two weeks where he beat Alex Riley and he beat Yoshitatsu, instead have those promos just play it for the past two weeks, and then this week he's like, oh yeah, and your opponent John Cena is going to be Lord Tensai, okay, and, and then have Lord Tensai go over John Cena in his first match back in the WWE. That would have went over so much bigger. Now, what happens if the fans continued with that Albert chant as much? Do you think it would have taken away? No. 
Okay. No, because he's fucking Albert. All right. And they yeah, and they've said that he, then they've said he's Albert. Yes. All right, Brandon. What were you going to say? I've said what I needed to say. Oh no, you were talking over everybody too. So what were you no, saying I about Lord Tenshi? No, I fucking said that. I agree with Chris. All right. Yeah. And what about you, Dave? Do you agree with me? Uh, and then next week, and then next week they yes. haven't come out and squash Alex Riley. Like, yeah, this guy beat John Cena last week. And I, then maybe he factors in in Extreme Rules. Yes, I, I would have rather see him go after. Well, I mean, originally the plan was for Tensai to go after Cena um, uh-huh. in his debut and stuff like that. But then that switched up once Lesnar got involved. Um, I would have liked to see that, but I guess I don't know. We're not writing it, so yeah, we're not writing it. Yeah, Rajin Cena's. <laughs> <laughs> So John Cena loses to Lord Tensai. John Cena has a match in two weeks against Brock Lesnar at Extreme Rules. Do you think John Cena is going to hit the all-time low and then just rebuild himself up from here? He can't hit a all-time. Maybe there low. is a lower. No, I, he John Cena can never hit all-time low. No, I think there's I a lower than losing to Brock. Really? Yeah. Why you think losing to Brock Lesnar is low? The guy's a former champion. No, I don't think you understand what we mean by low. There's a new low? Then explain. Like John Cena lost to The Rock, and he's been losing and losing and losing, trying to like... An all-time low as John Cena? Like it's an all-time low as in like there's a rock bottom to be hit. Except not. Oh like, yeah, no, not, not, yeah. I'm no, sure no, I know. Talking Chris, about you that. Understand it, I right? understand what he means. Losing to Brock Lesnar isn't an all-time. Lo- isn't going to be John Cena's low. As we always say, you have to hit rock bottom to go back up. I don't think. I don't think John Cena. He can lose to the Rock, then lose to Brock, and then you know. And there's somebody else there that's going to be like. The it's going to. It's going to change nasty. John Cena and put a fire underneath his ass. Right. I'm not saying it's like a, a fucking bad that he's fighting Brock. Yeah. Absolutely. But we will see where next week comes. we got to talk about SmackDown next week, too, which emanates from England as well. And they make it back to the pond and go to Detroit on Monday. Oh, we hate Detroit. Why are we going to talk about Raw next week? Ugh. I'm Kidding. actually not rooting for Detroit uh, Red Wings. I want Nashville to win. So. I'm actually just going to throw it out there and say Jersey really does smell. <laughs> the border of New York and Devil New Jersey suck. fucking smells. Right. There are good parts of New Jersey I've been to that are fucking nice. You know what's amazing? Smell. The the fact that we had like three things to talk about this week, being locked out, impact, and raw, and we're still at like an hour and twenty. I know, right? Great. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Alright, it's the shameless plugs with Dave the Rave that blah 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 <laughs> crave. And we're going to start off Shameless Plugs with Ring Rust Radio. Go follow them at Ring Rust Radio. Go listen to them, www.blogtalkradio.com slash Ring Rust Radio. Another podcast. Yes, they actually recently interviewed Adam Cole from Ring of Honor. And coming up, they got Shane Douglas, DDP, and JBL. So go check them out. And right after this, I'm going to do some DDP yoga. Whoa, whoa. And then also go follow Marked Up. Go follow them. Go like them on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash Marked Up. Up podcast and on uh, Twitter at Marks for Life and www.prowrestlingmarks.blogspot.com. And now for Twitter, Mark, that I'm actually a big fan of, I think, I think we're, we're all, all big, big fans, fans of. of, go follow at WWE Slowpoke, like that little Pokemon guy. Slowpoke. If you want the quickest, he's the quickest way to get your WWE news if you're stuck in a mineshaft. So go follow him. <laughs> Just stuck in a mineshaft. <laughs> 
<laughs> there we go. In a mining cave. Go follow that guy. I think yeah, there were. He's got some pretty funny tweets, and I don't or know. Girl, I don't know. And we hope you're not stuck in a mine shaft, by the yeah, way. Yeah, like those Chilean miners. Yeah. Like, but I mean, if you were stuck in a mine shaft and you were a Chilean miner, you would get your news the quickest way with uh, following this guy. Yeah, absolutely. And you do get a lot of TVs. TV time too, mm-hmm. so yeah. that could be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, go follow them. <laughs> go get, go get stuck they, in a mine shaft. <laughs> they, they all made it out, okay, right? Yeah, Brandon, who you shout out? This is marking out smooth jazz. Brandon, shout outs gonna make you come. Okay, I don't know where this is leading to, but on NXT over the past month, Matt Stryker had been kidnapped and beaten. And on this past episode of NXT, you found out that it was Tyler Rex and Kurt Hawkins. This past week, William Regal made the match of Hawkins versus Rex, and the loser gets fired. Matt Stryker stepped up to be the special guest referee. Tyler Rex won. Hawkins got fired. Regal then fired Rex as well. But maybe they'll come back with Stryker as their manager. Or maybe this is a move to move them up to uh, Raw, have them co- or a SmackDown come them in as uh, Johnny Ace with Johnny Ace Corporation. Maybe. maybe. Okay, so what's the shout out, Brandon? I'm giving it to Hawkins and Rex. All right, oh, all right. Yep. What? What? Number two. I don't actually remember talking about this movie on the show ever, but uh, I'm going to say Man on the Moon gets the shout out. I watch it. It was on TV. Recently, and uh, whenever that movie's on, I always have to fucking watch it's a it. It's jerker for Brandon. Yeah, and it's one. No, it's one of my top favorite fucking five uh, I've movies actually of still, all time. As so. a wrestling fan, it's kind of sad to say this. I've actually never seen that movie. Neither have I. Really? Yeah, yeah. dude, it's such a good fucking movie. And Why? Jerry Lawler. For those that don't know, it's like about Jerry Andy Kaufman. Lawler. Yeah. What? For those that don't know, it's about Andy Kaufman. Yeah, and Tony Clifton. I'm just kidding. That was bad. <laughs> He's just joking. He's not Tony Clifton. It's Brandon from Arkin Out. Yeah, although Tony Clifton's still doors. Oh, there you go. Hashtag Brandon likes fisting. (laughs) How does that even relate? All right. right. (laughs) Apparently nobody likes me. (laughs) I'm just going to give a a shout out. I asked for fucking people to retweet me or follow me and tweet why I should give them a shout out. So only three people stepped up. I'm going to give it to a three-way tie. It was at MYWC underscore sign guy. Uh, at WWE Slowpoke, who just received a shameless. Oh, yeah, that's we got a twofer. We got a twofer. Yeah. I think that only happened one other time. With I don't know. All I know is Slowpoke better be listening to this show. He'll listen five weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> or she'll listen. And then uh, at Benjamin Hendeley, hopefully that's correct. I don't, I don't know. know. We, I said his name incorrectly last time, but... Yeah, so who knows? They, they tweeted AJ's to me. All they followed all me. I mean, they tweeted to me. They followed me, so thank you. Then, you thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Good shout-outs, Brandon. Good, brother. Yeah. Good. And also, go, go watch. Go find out what Oscar's about. Oscar? Oscar? Yeah. <laughs> the chimpanzee. All the money. It's Earth Day today. Oh. No, it's National Pot Smoking Day. Uh, Earth Day is Earth Day is the twenty second. Earth Day is the twenty second. Yes, slap slap chop bet. No, I'm not doing a slap. (laughs) Why? Because I may be wrong. All right, because it's National Smoke Weed Day. Go follow RVD on Twitter. Go follow (laughs) Shelly Martinez on Twitter. You were you were right. It is April twenty second. But but all the proceeds for this Disney movie for Earth Day is it goes towards. Helping the go Earth. So. Yeah, so go plant a tree yeah. and then chop one down. <laughs> or you can go grind to the Yankee it up. game. Is the, did that happen yet with the tomato seeds? No, that's uh, Sunday. You go to the Yankee game on Sunday, get some tomato seeds and plant that and eat some delicious tomatoes. Oh, yeah. that's cute. Amen. Yeah. 
No, that's not Sunday. It was last night it? because they're in Boston. Oh, it was last night. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, if you went to the or end next of the game week, I don't know. Yesterday. They're they're in Boston. Plant. They're gonna kill them this week. Regardless, plant some trees, smoke there some trees. I don't. Whatever you do, just you know, four twenty with Brandon Bar Mitzvah. Trees. Yeah, I was motherfucking Bar Mitzvah today. I became a man. I beat Ric Flair. You will I, never beat Ric Flair. Yeah, they say to be the man, you have to beat the man. And I yeah, you think <laughs> you think you think Dick Clark is a revolutionary, but you don't think Ric Flair is a good wrestler. He's a racist. Oh God, no, he wasn't a good wrestler. All right, and, well, and I have to say, I have to say that my bar mitzvah, I picked Ric Flair over Vince McMahon as one of the tables. Good, uh, still. Yeah, my dais was the NWO. Well, there you go. Since we're talking about NWO. holidays, Cinco de Mayo, go to Wrestle Jam Eight at uh, Walling Ford, Connecticut. Yeah, we're talking about. You holidays. could also go to fucking. Yeah, is it, I don't know. WrestleJam.tripod.com. Emailed for mbanks630 at yahoo.com for tickets. All right, and now let's get to it. It's our... Markout Moment of the Week. Markout Moment of the Week. And they give us a musical interlude this week. They give us theme music, and now they're giving us a markout oh, oh, moment. Oh, of, oh, no. No. <laughs> they're giving us a markout <laughs> moment of the week. More specifically, Doug from Ring Rover Get Bellion gets the markout moment of the week. Because if you saw their new video for the millions, somebody's wearing a a very similar, I mean, a familiar T-shirt. Where can you get that T-shirt? I'm curious. Where? Looks- where? Hmm. That's right. Doug from Ring Rope Rebellion was rocking a marking out T-shirt. In their new video, you can follow them at Half Blood Cajun, and you can just go to ringrobebellion.com and watch all their awesome videos because we all popped pretty hard. For- I'm, I'm counting this as me in a music video. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've, I've already on, been in one music. On a serious video. note, we all uh, appreciate every like working with you guys hand in hand. Yeah, with absolutely. We're, doing. We are going to get you guys on the show soon because I think about, it's I think about, it's about time. Because yeah, we. You know what the, the funny thing is? We, we only converse through like emails and Twitter. We've never really like sat down. Yeah, and like, hey guys, no, what's going I've on? I've never heard their voice. No, I've we've never, never actually heard your like speaking voice. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we gotta we gotta sit down and maybe do a big Skype session with all of us and just mark out all night long. And get drunk. Yeah, that sounds kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> sounds kind of. It's like it's like. Oh, what are you doing tonight? It's weird. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Brandon talking about weird. Brand, we'll, we'll be sitting here playing video games, and Brandon will be sitting on the Skype, just sitting there, like watching us play video games and hang out. That's not weird, Brandon. Uh, what are you talking about? You played. It was a pay per view. Oh uh, yeah, that was creepy too. Hey, get me on Skype. I want to see the pay per view. Uh, that's the funniest shit ever. Because we'll be watching. Brandon will Skype in on uh, for a wrestling pay per view. We'll be watching the pay per view. Then out of nowhere, you hear a chuckle or of Brandon or like <laughs> something. Like you hear Brandon. And you're like, oh, what the fuck? So it's no, I want to say though that was pretty weird though. It's like, hey Chris, what are you doing tonight? It's oh, I'm drinking with my buddies over Skype. <laughs> All right. Well, at Ring Rope Rebel. But regardless, Mark, Ring Rope Rebellion gets the Mark Ammo of the week. Thank you guys for supporting us, and we will continue to support you in all of your endeavors. But that's our show. Oh. Oh. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> that's our show for this week. Marknow.com. Go buy a T-shirt. Uh, if you're going to NYWC tonight or whenever you listen to this, Brandon will have T-shirts on him. So get a T-shirt. Take a picture. 2012. What? 421 2012. 421 2012. Facebook.com. Stop putting me off. Facebook.com slash Twitter.com slash out. Markin out one at gmail.com if you ever want to tweet us anything to clear your name. 
Yes, if your name is Luke what Hudson kind of and you want us to I read, we did a very good fucking. I I, I thought we it's did. It's not great. our fault that he we hacked got, into our show. We got, got we got hacked in or some shit. Yeah, yeah we hacked but, into I mean, our show. What, we cannot what, control that. Look it's what out happens to Zack Ryder every week with Ask a Heel. It's not his fault. Yeah. It's not our fault that Kevin Matthews hacked into our show. Hey, but if yeah. you want us to try to well, read anything else, you let us know. Marking out one. Brought to you by fucking two and a half wrestlers and Kevin Matthews. Marking out one at gmail.com. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors and have a great fucking week. Fucking blah 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 blah. Wrestlingsyndicate.com, nywcwrestling.com, carpro.com, wrestlejam.tripod.com, two and a half wrestlers.com. Alrighty, we ready to start? Yeah. What is that? Oh, I was like, don't do that. Oh. No, you want to hear something worse? So no, I don't. That's so gross. <laughs> Dave, you can't do it. You gotta pinch the back part of your cheek and then just. I can't do that. When I do that, I sound like droopy dog. <laughs> <laughs> End of the show. Five, four, three.